Hello and welcome to Weirdos. That's Jay. And that was Kellen. And we have been snowed in for about a week now. Um, yeah. Mostly. Um, how's things looking over in Hartsville? Um, not as bad as they were. Uh, when Snowpocalypse 2021 first hit, it was <laughs> the worst. Uh, I don't know if anybody's familiar with Hartsville, but um, it's two main roads and a whole bunch of back roads. And the mm-hmm. back roads were straight garbage. Yeah. Yeah, how about uh, how about old Nash Vegas? Oh well, you know, people. I guess people in Middle Tennessee can't drive at all, <laughs> but uh, but Nashville's worse. So um, it was pretty bad. I think where we live, you can't get out of our neighborhood without going up hills. Right. So um, my office actually closed three days last week, which is very surprising. Um, yeah. They were open Wednesday, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then they were open Friday. I'm like, mm. like I tried to get out. And if you've listened to this podcast, you know, in the beginning, one of our episodes was about luck. And my most unlucky <laughs> <laughs> uh, characteristic is cars. Like, I have terrible luck with cars. So if you really think I'm going to um, fare against the elements with people who can't drive to get to work when I can work from home, uh, nah, I, I'm not. I can't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, I had to stay at work 24 straight hours Monday. That sucks, uh, man. There was no way to. It, our driveway at work is straight uphill before it levels off, and so it was either stay there or lose 20, or lose uh, 16 hours. So I stayed there for 24. You got paid that full 24. Uh, I was I was paid for 20 no 16 of them. Um, mm. So they let you sleep for the rest. I slept. I, I slept two hours. I don't know how my time worked out. I clocked in at noon on Monday and clocked out at noon on Tuesday, and I laid down from 4 a.m. to 7:30 a.m. Wow, three and a half hours, and somehow I got 16 total. So I don't, I don't know how. I guess math, not <laughs> math, on my side in that one. Well, thank you for your service. I got my 40, so it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our time is weird too. Like my supervisor texts me and like, "Be sure you know if you check your voicemails, you get two hours of pay." I'm like, "Wait a minute, like." You, you guys close the office and I'm only getting two hours of pay. So that's going to be an interesting scenario tomorrow when everybody's back at work. But um, that's another story for another day. So despite um, the, the elements and the ice and the snow, that's not going to stop us from bringing you a brand new episode of Weirdos. Exactly. Especially since it doesn't involve us traveling anywhere besides upstairs in our own home. <laughs> True, um, which is nice because I don't know about you, but my house is about 15 degrees warmer up here. Um, nice. But it's also 60 degrees. It's been 60 degrees here today, so I've been burning up all day. Um, <laughs> but I digress. So um, a few weeks ago, we had our very first guest. We won't mention him by name. Um, <laughs> and I think it went pretty well. Um, yep. So we decided to make um, having guests like a recurring thing. So we're going to bring you, you know, random episodes like we usually do, but sprinkled in are going to be some some episodes where we have special guests on this week i think we have a very extra most special guest uh yes we do this week we will be talking with everyone's favorite forest troll scuffle moss treeman welcome to the show sir hello how are you doing guys (laughs) good how are you i'm doing well Uh, i was snowed in for quite a bit of time uh just like you guys but um we had about seven inches up here, and in uh, my experience, that's quite a bit. Yeah, you're in Murfreesboro, right? 
Yo, I'm in Murfreesboro. So do, do trolls like snow? You like snow? Well, considering that forest trolls don't wear pants, <laughs> no, no, uh, forest trolls don't like snow. <laughs> we don't either. Well, I do. I, the problem with Tennessee, though, is it's ice. Like, you don't get snow. You get ice first. And, and snow's cool, but that ice is right in there waiting for you. Yo, that is very true. That's part of the reason we couldn't leave our house was uh, the entire street, just like your street. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a buck road, so it's it's just kind of iced over. Today we got a very nice fall. Uh, I, I can go to work tomorrow. Yeah, I know we're all happy to go back to work tomorrow. Some of us don't have to stay there 24 <laughs> hours and sleep. But yeah, and I don't think I don't think Northerners, when they make fun of Southerners driving in the snow, I don't think they realize that we do get freezing rain, then sleet, and after a nice firm layer of solid ice, then we get. Yeah, it's love and marriage. Like you can't have one without the other. It's just it's just the way things are. Um, so I learned from telling your wife, Megan is friends with my neighbor. Did she tell you about this? Uh, no. Why, she doesn't share the conversations we have. Megan, uh, shame. Y'all have conversations? <laughs> Random, like comments and things like that. So she shared a picture of a snowman that was Snowbird from uh, News Channel 2 back in the day. Oh, okay. And Channel I four. watched him build that snowman because he lives right across the street from me. Oh, that's okay, awesome. yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, and uh, he wants to come on the podcast sometime, but I had no clue. Like, I don't talk to any of my neighbors. The only one I, I talk to is the sketchy one just because he's got a cute dog. But uh, apparently Snowbird <laughs> lives across the street from me. So, but uh, that's a little off topic. So, um, Scuffle, for those of, for those, of the, um, those people out there who may not be familiar with you, um, why don't we start out with um, who you are and tell us about your journey to the borough. Okay. So, uh, first off, my name is Scuffle Moss Treeman. I'm a forest troll. Um yeah, I'm not a human. I'm I'm a forest troll. I, you know, I I came from a different species entirely. It's it's a mm-hmm. whole thing. Um, so originally I come from somewhere between Germany and Russia, but uh, I'm not a geologist, so I don't know exactly where. Um, <laughs> because uh, you know, growing up, I didn't go to school. I'm two hundred and thirty-two years old. And I I didn't go to school. You don't look a day over 150. Oh, thank you. I exfoliate with mud. So I I found this crate of hamburger buns in the woods one day. And I I went into it and I started to eat the bun. Just one after another after another. And as carbohydrates normally do, it made me tired. (laughs) I fell asleep. Then next thing you know, I wake up. It's dark, and uh, looks like someone had sealed up the crate I was in, and I was getting shipped over here to America. Um, now, this was back in, like, the 1950s, so uh, it was a long time ago. Uh, anyway, I arrive in Nashville, and they open up the crate, and they're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and I'm like, because I didn't speak English then. <laughs> then I ran out of the crate, and uh, I got scared by a whole bunch of things. There was a policeman on the horse, and it, it freaked me out, man. So I ran into the woods, and uh, I stayed there for about, um, it was about 
2012 uh, when I was found in the woods by a um, not it was a family who run a haunt, you know, a, a place where people go to get scared, a haunt. Oh yeah, a haunted uh, house. A haunted house, yes, exactly. Uh, so they found me and they were like, hey, you want to come scare people for us? And I was like, okay. But I didn't like scaring people. Mm-hmm. Really, I liked to dance around and tell joke and uh, twerk. You know twerking? <laughs> yes, uh, I'm not very good at it, but I think Kellen probably is. <laughs> I, I'm pretty good at twerking. So uh, I did that, and they were like, you can't do that here. You need to scare people. And I was like, well, fine, I'm out of here. Then I, um, I, I was leaving, and as I was leaving, I got hit by a car. And then uh, I woke up, and I was in a garage. And that garage is a uh, caretaker's. Uh, they're the people that found me. They hit me with their car, and they brought me to their house. So I lived in there for a couple of years while they taught me proper English and how to use the bathroom and how to wash my feet. And, you know, they taught me music and things like that. So they're kind of just the people I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out with. Well, it's kind of like your crew. Like a Harry and the Hendersons situation. It's very, very much like that. Very much like Harry and the Hendersons. That's one of my favorite movies. Um... Rings, rings, uh, close to very, very much thoughts. Oh, so <laughs> I, I eventually I was able to move into their office, so I lived in their office for a bit. Um, then I formed a bond with uh, a, a space cat and a shaman and a dude who had a big deformity and another dude who had buttholes for eyes. And uh, we went by the name Wooden. That was uh, my bond back in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we went around kind of like trying to save Nashville wherever we could. Like there was aliens and uh, there was a space pig. And, um, what else did we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was an evil cult who uh, tried to summon an old god, but we stopped them. We kicked that old god's butt. Oh, wait, well, thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> So, what is a forest troll, for people who may not be in there? A forest troll is a troll that comes from the forest. <laughs> Simple yep. enough. He doesn't have a jewel in his tummy, so don't ask. No, no <laughs> you can't rub my tummy there. and make a wish. And <laughs> guess what? I don't turn to stone in the sunlight. Oh, well, that's well, good, that's too. So, your, your first experience with us here in America was at a haunted house but they treated you like a monster, but you're not a monster. No. I like to read that's, stories uh, to people. That's that's America for you, judging people before they get to know you for sure. Yo. I did. Uh, I have experienced a haunted house where there were dancing, though. It was called Monster Mountain, um, which is no longer in existence. But they did have a barn where you could just straight up dance all the time. Well, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. So if they ever come back, I'll, I'll give them your number. Um, <laughs> so... You got hit by your car. Your caretakers brought you in. Were you hurt from that accident? No, just a minor sprain. Uh, but they, it knocked me out for a minute. Yeah. Yo, I recovered. Were you, were you scared when you woke up with these strange people staring at you? Oh, uh, yeah. Wouldn't you? 
Oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. You, I, I, you've seen a few horror stories to know <laughs> what it's like when you wake up and there's people staring at you. That's not a good feeling. No, I've seen I've seen one or two horror movies. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, um, like I said, your story is very similar to what happened to Harry and Harry and the Hendersons. So I wanted to ask, are, are, do you know any Bigfeet or any other cryptozoological creatures besides... Uh, you know, members of your band. Have you met any of those out there? I have met Bigfoot. And, uh, look, I like Bigfoot. Bigfoot doesn't like me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why in the world does he not like you? Uh, look, okay, so I have this sweatshirt. And it has Bigfoots on it. And Bigfoot, he saw me wearing it. And he was like, yo, you're trying to get in on my territory. I don't like that. And I was like, yo, man, we, we could coexist. It's cool. It's cool. But he was not cool. He was not cool. He threw down I have me. a big, Oh, I have a Bigfoot hat. So if I ever encounter him, I should definitely take that off. Oh, uh, no, because <laughs> it's, it's like you're making fun of his culture. Mm. You know, walking. Yeah, the, the, the image on it is him holding a box of donuts, too. I don't, I don't know. If they eat donuts or if he eats donuts, but I think you could probably talk him into maybe going and getting some donuts. Yeah. That might work out. We'll have to see if we can get him on the podcast sometime. Yeah, you could. I know a couple <laughs> of Sasquatch I could set you up with. Yeah, that'd be awesome. They speak English. He may be too high class. But <laughs> yeah. he's, he's doing those beef jerky commercials, and I think he's in a progressive commercial now. So he's he's that's true. Yeah, moving on. That's true. Have you seen the purple pillow one? Uh-uh. No, Yo, he's got a family in that one. Oh. Oh. Good for him. Is that, would that be Big Feet or Big Foot? Big Feet. What's the world? Big Feet. Kind of like Proud Feet. <laughs> um, so you mentioned you had a band. Let's talk about that first. Okay. So I know your band Yo. because I've booked you. Yo, you, you booked our first show at the Exit Team. And, and that was my Kidney Stone show, if I recall correctly. That's why you weren't there. Yeah, I was there for a bit. Like, I was there for your set. Uh, and then when um, Sons of Our Fathers came on, I, like, the pain was just too much. And I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> like, I was going to pass out. Like, I, I had kidney stones for, like, a day and a half. And I had, that was um, Nauru, which is what we do, you know, Bonnaroo weekend here in Nashville because everybody leaves town and there's no shows at the venue. So one year, a, a few years back, Exidem contacted me and said, hey, do you have any bands that want to play this weekend? We don't have anything on the books. And if, if you're familiar enough with the music scene in Nashville, you don't turn down opportunity when the exit in actively seeks you out to book a show. You don't say, uh, I'm good. Thank you. You say, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll make it happen. So I started Nottery where I had about 10 different artists, um, bands and solo artists playing. And it went a lot better than I expected. And of course, when you say exit in, every band crawls out from under their rock and wants to play, which always pissed me off because I would post, uh, Hey, I have a show at Springwater. I need filled and crickets besides Jonathan Stoy, bless his heart. He would all, he would play anything I asked, but you know, some bands would too, but when you say exit in, they all jump at it. So we continue this on. I left exit in and started doing it at smaller venues just because it was cheaper. Um, but then we made our triumphant return. Uh, I guess it was two years ago now. Um, yeah, I believe it's at also Exit in, 2018. And, yeah, so had you guys, sons of our fathers and mothers, but I, I unfortunately could not make it through the night. But um, 
let's let's talk about your band. So, um, Zopi. Yes. Zopi's probably my second favorite member of that band. Zopi is my favorite member of that band. Tell him about. Tell us about him. Okay, so Zopi is a guitar player. Uh, but he's more than just a guitar player. He's a good friend. Now, Zopi, he um, he saved us when we were in the forest. We were trying to find uh, Dingo. Dingo is the shaman. He was our uh, rhythm guitar player. He needed mm-hmm. to go get his guitar, which he had in the forest. Um, he took us into this place and we were trying to find a place called Hollow Log. Now, Zopi had been following us a couple of days and he finally found us. But when he found us, he had like come just in the nick of time. We were being attacked by a thing called a vine beast. And the vine beast was about to hit me and Florpis. Florpis is uh, our drummer with the, the bottles for eyes. Uh, <laughs> he was about to hit us and Zopi came down from the trees and uppercutted him in the face. And uh, he saved us. And then he passed out and Florpis carried him away. But Zopi, you could not ask for a better friend. I love Zopi so much and I wish I could see him more often. Yeah, he, he is a great guy. So he wasn't a member of the band before that, before the Vine Creature. Is that how you guys met? Yeah, that's how we uh, we met as a man. Um, Dingo, he's no longer in the band. Uh, no, Dingo, he departed to go search for his... Uh, his child, who was stolen away by Ankaraj, the old god that I accidentally unleashed upon the earth. Oh, how did you do that? Well, actually, it was at Natru 2. Yeah, Natru 2. Uh, when I performed for um, at the, the Crying Wolf, um, mm-hmm. you had invited me to go play there, and I thought it would be cool if maybe I summoned a spirit for us to play with or something. So I summoned a spirit, but it wasn't a nice spirit, and I, I tried banishing it, but that led to a chain of events which led to Wudan. Yeah, you can't, um, you can't mess with spirits and, and demons, because once you open that door, you don't, you can't guarantee who's coming. Yeah, through. I know that now. I've, I've learned that, yeah. Um, so, Florpus, how did you meet Florpus? Florpus, uh, he had just left his house. Uh, he was locked in his attic for uh, his entire life because he had bottles for eyes. So, a lot of people in general, when you see him, you are disgusted. Well, he had run away from home and he was walking down the street and we were driving in Daddy Cat's car, the space Camaro, and we drove past him, and uh, we picked him up as a hitchhiker, and he just stuck stuck with us. Stuck like poop on toilet. Exactly. <laughs> and then that leaves. Is it is it Daddy Cat or Daddy Kitty Cat? Daddy. How how do we meet Mister? So with Daddy Cat, Dingo and I were walking down uh, in downtown Nashville. We were uh, on our way over to the exit inn, and um, we decided to stop in for a slice of pizza. Now, the thing about Daddy Cut is that he loves a good slice of pizza. He uh, was eating at a very delicious establishment, and we walked in, and he mistook us for, like, 
space bounty hunters because he, there was a dude with a painted face in a kilt and a forest troll walking into a pizza joint. It sounds like a, a joke, but it's not. Um, so he ran out the back door and he smacked into a brick wall. And uh, well, he was a when he, we got there, he was awake and uh, we formed an alliance. And what instruments he play? Bass? DC plays the bass, yeah. Bass. So you met all these characters, you came together, became friends, and started a band. And it, was, it started out as Wooden. And then you transitioned to Wooden Boy. Actually, uh, I was Wooden Boy for uh, Not Rue 2. That's where I, I first started uh, Wooden Boy. Um, I believe if you were to look on the website, it might have that, but that's entirely different. Um, so I started Wooden Boy as just my outlet for music because I wanted to express myself musically. Uh, and then you invited me to perform at Nothru uh, 2. I released the, the Evil Spirit, and I did a couple things as Wooden Boy. And then, because there was more than one boy in the bond, I just dropped the boy and it went to Wooden. Then, recently, uh, because of the pandemic, I decided to just go solo, and now it's Wooden Boy again. Wooden boy again. So, um, how would you describe the music from both Wooden and Wooden Boy? So, Wooden, the music was more like uh, rock with a little bit of metal. And um, I wanted there to be more black metal in there, but uh, not everyone is really into that. So, we transitioned more into traditional rock. What are your influences there? Oh, uh, Sam, Sham, and the Pharaohs. Um, George Michael. Um, Guar. I was going to say, Guar. Oh, yeah, they good. are. Uh, and a little bit of like um, the Violent Femmes. Just, you know, whatever we like, we just did. And we appreciated. So, so aside from music, uh, before we go down that rabbit hole like we did with our other <laughs> uh, other guest, where we ended up going off answer, I, I did some uh, scuffle moss research for this episode, and I, I noticed that you really enjoy. Cooking. Yeah, I do. So, so what's the inspiration for? Uh, for that, did that start because of the feasting with friends thing, and you decided to move on to cooking instead of just eating? Actually, uh, you're partially right there. Um, honestly, I've always liked cooking uh, ever since I saw the movie Ratatouille, um, because everyone can cook. Not everyone should cook, but everyone can cook. Uh, so <laughs> you know, I try to. I try to experiment here and there, using different things, uh, even adding things to other recipes just to see what would happen. Um, but this past, uh, during the pandemic, I started doing Toasting with Trolls, which was a uh, just an online video where I would film the steps of cooking things and give commentary. Uh, and we really enjoyed that. And it actually got 
featured on uh, Jason Marsden's Instagram, which was pretty cool. Um, tell, tell everybody who he is, because I know that's a name that, that I know, Kelly knows, but um, go ahead and share what, what people should know him from, just so they can yo, picture that. Yeah, cool you're, you're that right was. there. Okay, so you've seen the movie Hocus Pocus, The, the Binks, Thackeray Binks. Yo, he's him. Yeah. Uh, also, Max Goof from a Goofy movie. Uh, One of the, be- the, the best Disney oh, anime absolutely. movie ever made. Oh. And it makes a pizza look delicious. <laughs> like, I, I, I can never stop thinking about that particular slice of pizza. The way they animate cheese in that movie is beyond, uh, beyond imagining. Oh. Sounds like the two of you Dude, are We could talk about that. food all the time. <laughs> uh, so... That was a nerdy goofy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, power line. How you never became an actual thing. Oh. So, Jason Marsden, he uh, hosted a a thing called the Mars Variety Show from here in Nashville. Uh, he He's a world-class voice actor and he goes to different conventions and just in general, he's a cool dude. So um, he saw one of my toasting with trolls and he shared it and it was pretty cool because it got me a lot of views, which was more than I usually get. Um, so he he was cool and then he was like, hey, you want to be on the Morris Variety Show? And I was like, yeah. So I made a video called The Mosses and it's like a 1950s style I Love Lucy show where I play myself and then I play Scofalina, who is also myself. And uh, then there's my baby Garble, who plays himself. Little Garble. And uh, if you haven't seen that video, there is a, a plot twist at the end, which, which I found fantastic. Um, speaking of Garble. Garble, I yes, I love Garble. Uh, he's actually sitting next to me right now. Hello, Garble, say hello. Hello. Oh, so that's Garble. Um, he uh, he's my little boy. I pooped him out during the pandemic. A three-hour. Uh, a three-hour turd. We've been <laughs> yeah. there. We've all so been there. anyway, this three-hour turd turned into a sentient being. Um, and he's the love of my life. I love Garble so much. He's adorable. And recently, Garble's got a pup. Yes, he does. So we adopted him this week. Uh, he showed up in the yard, and uh, we were like, hey, it's a puppy. He got no home. So we gave him a home. So you've kind of acclimated to human life. I mean, I know you're 232 years old, but, I mean, human life is relatively recent for you. You seem to have yeah, considering that I've been uh, acclimating since like 2018, no, not 2018, 2012. Uh, that's when I started acclimating. Um, so I've had eight years to kind of like get with the program. <laughs> Were there any struggles oh, yeah. there? Yeah, there's, there's always been struggles. Uh, usually when I'm out grabbing a bite to eat, which isn't very often because people don't like seeing forest trolls, um, they will run in terror because I'm scary looking. I, I have a face like a prune that uh, went sour. 
So, so with that, my question, I guess, would be, what are your favorite things about living in the human world? And then is there anything you miss from troll life? Okay, so first off, I love movies. Movies are one of my passions. I love uh, watching them. I love making them. Um, I, I have favorites. I have movies that I absolutely will never watch again. Uh, but then another thing I love about human culture is video games. I really like video games. I play World of Warcraft, but I suck at it. Um, I also really like Kingdom Hearts because I'm a weeb at heart. And I like anime because I'm also a weeb. Uh, also, I, um, I like cats. C-A-T, cat. Uh, I like cat. Um, but I also like bon. B-U-N, bon. Bon is good. It uh, is the lifeblood of all things. <laughs> yeah, and you you routinely yes, I... rate buns, and not just not just the buns themselves, but the things that come in them. What did that start? Because you you basically came here in a bun crate. That was your first taste of human food. Well, I, I just find bun to be that kind of of human food that it's it's hard to. Mess it up, but when you mess it up, you mess it up bad. So it's kind of like the potato of the uh, starch. Exactly, the, it's uh, a starch. Rip. So you know, I like to rate the starch of something because the way that the starch goes with a, uh, the thing that it's accompanying, it really makes the meal. So let's say that you have a, uh, a hamburger bun that's a few days past due. It's not going to taste as good as, let's say, a Red Robin hamburger bun. Oh, Red Robin hamburger buns are so good. <laughs> yeah, I've always argued that pizza, pizza, anybody can make a pizza, but the sauce and the crust are the most important part. So I imagine for you, it's kind of the same way with hamburgers or sandwiches. It, it does. It really great. does. So you... Um... Is there anything you oh, yeah. your um, I like the peace and quiet of not having to do anything on the phone. And I, uh, I used to miss not doing anything and being naked. And, um, <laughs> I mean, what wouldn't you miss being a Neanderthal in the woods? Yeah, exactly. Absolute freedom. I'm sure that was nice. Do you still get out to the forest these days and just rummage Oh, yeah. I go around. and I pick up pine cones and I, uh, I throw them. Uh, and then I like, I, I like to take the, the pine straw, I rake it up, and I jump in it, mm-hmm. and it itches. So well, that's something that I like to do, too. <laughs> um, do the forest trolls have any natural enemies out there? Human Not trolls? Not necessarily. Um, like, forest trolls are just as vulnerable as humans are in the woods. So if you take a, a naked human and you put it in the woods, it's going to be, everything is going to be a predator to it. Mm-hmm. How, um, Kellen mentioned human trolls. Do you get a lot of those? Oh, the internet trolls. variety. Yeah, yeah internet trolls, they're a whole nother bunch. Like, like I, I can appreciate a good trolling on the internet. 
But when that trolling is just kind of rude and it's uh, people not really trying to understand what you're doing, it gets annoying. Yeah, people are people are very judgy. I, mean, I think we all, we've all had a troll, a human variety internet troll, um, before, and it's, I, I've never really quite understood it. Like, I have a friend it's like so and so bought me from Twitter today. I'm like, cool. Like, is, is that, <laughs> do you want me to applaud you for that? I mean, yeah, I, I don't get it. Um, I've gotten I've gotten my share mostly through the music stuff. And I just have to tell myself, you know what? They don't, they don't know me. They don't know the situation. They're Yo, that's when you assholes. got to be like ludicrous and go with gorilla arms. You don't know me. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we mentioned your love for buns. Do you have an absolute favorite? Is, is Red Robin your absolute favorite? Is that your go-to? When, when Scuffle Moss is, is sitting there and his tummy's growling, Okay, so first off, the ultimate bun is always sourdough. Sourdough is the best bun. It is the best. Sourdough is tasty. Uh, It has the best crumb to it. The but like when it's spread with butter, it has the best flavor. It's just that right amount of carbohydrate to flavor ratio right there. Uh, I also could like a, a bun that's whole grain and healthy. But I really do like a white bun. White. <laughs> All right. So, with your love of buns, I thought it'd be fun if we gave you a little, okay. a little bun. Okay, I'm ready. Are you Hit up me. for that? All right. So, um, we're going to describe it's, it's, it's going to be a sandwich, it's going to be a burger, uh, a tasty snack, etc. And we want you to tell us what we're okay. describing so um it, it may be a generic answer it may be more specific to a restaurant but we're going to give you a description and, and you tell us what we're describing all right so number one 100 flame grilled beef tomatoes lettuce mayo ketchup pickles onions and a, That's a humble bun a, a really good trying. one. It's probably a Whopper. <laughs> that is the Whopper from the BK Lounge. Whoop, whoop. One for one. All right, number two. Two hamburger patties, American cheese, special sauce, iceberg lettuce, pickles, onions, all served on a three-part that is a big mock. Ding, ding, ding. I almost... I, we were out a little bit today, and I wanted to try to find a bell. So whenever you got one right, bing, oh my. no luck. <laughs> All right, number three. This one's a little different. A man with luscious locks and a hair tie. A man with luscious locks in and a hair tie? Yeah, so just a man with long hair and a hair tie. What kind of bun is that? That's, that's like a hair bun. Man bun. Oh, I thought you were talking about Chris Hemsworth for a second. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number four. Um, This one, this one caught me off. Uh, Warm, fluffy Asian treat of stuffing wrapped inside a sweet 
white dough. Now, are you talking about mochi? I have no idea what, what I'm is talking about. Or dumpling? <laughs> dumpling. Dumpling. Steam yeah, bun, yeah, yo, like yo. a steam bun a or bowl. a bow bun. Yo. Bao, yeah. All right. Uh, number, number five. So this one is 100% beef, steam grilled on a bed of onions and served with a slice of pickle on a signature bun. And it's a little smaller than others. That's correct. And, you know, growing up, Yo. my mom loved Crystal. There's no S in Crystals, but it sounds weird when I say my mom loved Crystal. But the restaurant Crystal, my mom absolutely loved it. And I grew up loving that. But White Castle is... I, I wouldn't know. I haven't gone to White Castle at three in the morning when I had an interview the next day. Oh, it, White Castle at three in the morning is fantastic. But so is Jack in the Box. So don't don't let the time or uh, inebriated state fool you because it's not that good. At no, of course we are talking day. Harold and Kumar, right? Okay. Correct. All right, Kellen. All right, number six: a fried pastry that contains honey and a swirl of cinnamon, and is glazed. What is the cinnamon bone? Yes, that's one of my favorite ones. Um, uh, yeah, you know, cinnamon cinnamon buns, uh, honey buns, they're they're delicious, and you get the little Debbie ones from the store, and they're okay too. But if you pop that son of a gun in a microwave for about fifteen well, seconds, you can hold cinnamon at home. Fine, you can. If you go to like Publix, uh, I think that's where we found it. There's also um, Annie's, which is like the, the logos, like the little bunnies, like supposed to be more organic things like Annie's. They have some cinnamon rolls you can bring home that are absolutely I love the Annie's from. So uh, um, we've lost oh, no. Kelly, it seems. <laughs> like he's, he's still connected, um, but I can't hear him. I text him, but um, he got out, so he'll try to come back in. Um so let's go back to your music for a second. Um, you sent me the Bandcamp link, but why don't you tell everybody out there if they want to check out your tunes. So if you want to you. listen to uh, Wooden, you can go to um, my Instagram page or actually even my uh, my website, uh, keeponscufflin.weebly.com. That's K-E-E-P-O-N-S-C-U-F-F-L-I-N dot w-e-e-b-l-y dot com uh, there's links there where you can go to different places like there's a, a link that will take you to the Wooden page uh, and from there you can go to Bandcamp and we have a couple of songs there but um, I'm actually going to be releasing a, uh, a small compilation demo uh, coming up here sometime this year of uh, some stuff I was working on during the quarantine called Quarantine Sessions. Um, so I'm going to be releasing that on nice. Bandcamp as well for free uh, and hopefully getting it on Spotify. We'll see what happens. And you can be playing live. Oh, there you are. Welcome back. Yeah. You have to go make boom boom. Technical difficulty. We're amateur yeah, that's all right. Um, 
so you also do story time, which I love. And you actually used one of my stories one time that I wrote, and I appreciate that. So tell us about your story time. Um, I, I think that's yes, kind of slowed I, uh, down. Yes, I have stopped doing story time uh, because it, it, ends up, it becomes a chore to, uh, to do it every single week. You guys know what that's like. But uh, it was, it was okay. getting there. It was uh, having to prepare something every single week. And we were doing it for like two years straight almost with just like month breaks here or there. Um, so it got tired to, to do it. Um, but I really loved doing story time and uh, scuffling scene spotlight. Uh, being able to talk to local musicians and read stories from like different childhood books and um, writing my own stories as well and reading those. Uh, I also drew some of the pictures. They're not very good, but you know, I drew them at least. Um, then, but reading the stories was really nice because there was a lot of people out there who, who just needed a forest troll to talk to them. Right. Like, I don't think, I don't think we realize when we do little things like that. It does. It, it does have an impact on people. Yeah. I, I don't think <laughs> this podcast necessarily is there yet, but um, yeah, like, and I, I completely understand what you're saying about getting burnt out because I've been doing the sad spaceman music stuff since 2012. And I'll be honest, like I hate it most days now. And I know a lot of people out there are like, man, I can't wait for shows to get back. And, and some of the bookers I know are like, can't wait to book shows again. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. Like, I don't miss it. And I hate that. But that also is an indictment on how I've changed and how that's just become a chore for me too. Like I loved, I loved booking shows, but I was doing too many. I was doing way too many. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize that these venues that we play at, there's there's a cost to play there. Like, it's not free. So some places are, but most places cost money. Prime example, exit in, 500 bucks. You don't make a dime until that $500 is met. If you don't meet $500, guess who's pulling out the old checkbook? Me. And I did that for so long, and I burnt myself out. Um, but there, they have, there have been good shows, and, you know, I enjoy booking you, Sons of Our Fathers, like friends. But I think, and I, I was going to make, like, like an episode to talk about this stuff. Like, man, when quarantine's over, I don't know if I'll go back. I mean, it's definitely not going to be the same for me. Like, it's definitely, I'm definitely not going to be booking shows like I used to. And this became a good outlet for that too, because I'm sure you're like me. Like, yeah, it, it, it became a chore doing story time every week, but you, you probably did it for the same reasons I do things. Like I started Sad Spaceman because I was depressed all the time and I was trying to find a way out and keep myself busy. But when you take that away, there's still that emptiness inside, which is where this podcast came in. I'm like, you know, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing that anymore. I need something in there to fill that time. So we decided to do this podcast and it has helped, but I hope that story time or some. Sliver well, for right now, we're kind of looking at uh, making garbles grove our thing. So you, you're going to see a lot more garble coming up. Um, but as far as like story time goes, there's nothing really in the books for that. Uh, but like you said, I got burnt out on doing story time uh, because it was just a, a weekly thing. And it just got tiring. Um, but also, I, I definitely come, yeah. get where you're coming from with the uh, the bookings because I, I did 
a whole bunch of bookings myself. And I, I just, I found them to be tiring. And I totally get the thing about having to pay out of pocket. Uh, I was always the one who paid up front and then just waited until we got there to see if we could uh, break even. So I totally understand what that was going for. Um, for instance, when the pandemic hit, uh, my next show was going to be at my birthday show, Scuffling 3, which, um, you know, I'm kind of sad because there's not going to be a Scuffling 4 or Scuffling 3 because the pandemic killed it. Um, but... I'm still going to go on Instagram on that day and I'm going to talk to people, like I'm going to invite them on and we're going to do a whole thing together. That'll be the closest thing to a story time that I'll be doing for now. Um, but bookings, they just get so tiring. Yeah. And like, you know, money is, is tough enough to come by. And I'll give you a prime example. I won't, I won't name any, any bands, but there's this band from out of state they wanted to come through on a tuesday and all these touring bands wanted to hit nashville during the week and i would get emails like hey we want to play on a tuesday we have another band on tour with us i'm like oh, okay and like we want to guarantee I'm like no like it, it's not going to happen it's impossible because if you live in nashville there's too many other things you can do uh, you can go to another show you can go downtown you can stay home like, there's so many other things. People's like, like me, I'm not going to come out and party on a Tuesday night so because you... I have to be at work at 6.30 the next day. So they wanted to, yeah, they wanted to come in and I got the cheapest place I could find, but it was still $85. And we made $0. So they wanted to book, they had a local band they wanted to book with them. And I said, okay, that's fine. Do you think they can pull? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Tuesday night, I, I went to the show. And I'm waiting for more and more people to come in and no one comes in. And I paid $80, $85 out of my pocket that night. And like, that was kind of the beginning of the end for me. Like, and what sucks, like the touring band was awesome. They were great. Um, but no one's coming to see these local bands and no one's going to come see two touring bands on a Tuesday night. So that right there alone is a reason not to book shows. <laughs> like at least just like be more, be, be pickier, you know, like, yeah, sure. I'll do this. I'll do this. But, I'm not doing any weeknights and I'm certainly no. not doing any guarantees. Mm -hmm. I can't afford it. Um, your, your, when is your, my spawning day, day is uh, March birthday? 24th. No. Do you have any plans to have any bands show up on that? Like, well, it could be get cool. them to pre-record um, something. I was just going to go on Instagram and like, just talk to people. But that could be really cool to, to yeah, get some bonds uh, included if I could figure out how to run a stream like that. Yeah. We're not, no, we're not I, quite I, there, technology. <laughs> we can barely run I this podcast. I wouldn't deny, I'm not the sharpest <laughs> crown in the box. Uh, I think uh, I think Eddie told me our, our, our show last week had like 15 seconds of just silence. And I'm like, that's why I don't go back and listen because I can't change it. So I just don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Kellen, you no, got anything I, else? I, from Mr. I, I have learned a lot about uh, horse troll life and uh, looking at America through a uh, mythical lens. <laughs> Green lens. <laughs> Yeah, um, 
thank you so much for coming on with us. It was a blast. Um, do you want to tell people, I, I know you mentioned it a few minutes ago, but do you want to tell people where they can find you on the internet so they can see what you do and yeah. what you've done? So mostly I'm on up? Instagram, um, just at ScuffleMoss. Uh, if you don't know how to spell it, it's the name of this episode. Um, mostly I'm there. Also, I have a Facebook page, but I don't really go on there too often. Um, I also have a Twitter that I don't use, but I have a YouTube, uh, and you could find that by searching Scufflemoss Treeman. It's, like I said, the name of this episode. Um, what else? There's also the website that I mentioned earlier, keep on scuffling at weebly.com. And yeah, that's about it. And we'll, we'll have all that up on our um, oh, cool. Facebook. Be sure to go follow well. and befriend Mr. Treeman. And while you're there, be sure to like and follow us as well. All you have to do is search Weirdos Podcast. Yes, and please um, subscribe to us wherever you're listening. Uh, and and yes, please thank share. You for we listening. love it when we will you see share. you next week. I'm Kellen. And I'm Scuffermoss Treeman. And I'm Stay Jay. tuned after this episode for a song from my band, Wooden, called Root. And until next time, keep it weird. <laughs>